Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. Power Hour, final hour, all our bets for tonight and golf bets coming up this weekend for the Hero World Challenge. But joining us right now to talk week 13 in the National Football League, one of our absolute favorites, that's Odyssey Sports NFL insider, the great Brian Baldinger, host of the Odyssey original podcast, The Best Football Show. And I think it's like the best name for a show ever. The Best Football Show, featuring daily breakdowns of the most important storylines around the National Football League. Baldy, of course, on Twitter with hashtag Baldy's Breakdowns, at BaldyNFL. My friend, welcome back to the show. It's Nick and Ken. Happy Week 13 in the NFL to you and yours, and hope you and your family had a terrific Thanksgiving. Yeah, sure did. Uh, right back at you, Nick, Ken. Good to be with you guys, as always, man. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm excited, like everybody else, for some of the big games this weekend. And Baldy, two, two teams that we watched play on Thanksgiving uh, will play on Thursday night. Why don't we start there? Like, obviously, Eager, Eagles Niners, a huge game, other big games on Sunday. But Thursday night, Dallas hosts Seattle and kind of like the talk of like, I, you know, follow a lot of NFL reporters, people that talk about the NFL. A lot of discussion this week about like Dak Prescott and how good his numbers have been. Aaron Rodgers was on the Pat McAfee show saying like he's the quarterback that he like, you know, thinks is playing the best right now, like has a savant level understanding of a playing quarterback. So just like a lot of Dak and Cowboys offense buzz going into a game where they're a really big favorite ball. They're a nine point favorite at home against a Seahawks team that may end up making the playoffs if they can get through a rough stretch. The totals very high, 47 and a half. Could you see this as another Cowboys blowout on Thursday night when Dallas takes on Seattle? Mm, I don't think so. I think it's a better opponent than what they've seen. I know Seattle hasn't played real well, didn't play well against 49ers. I think Geno Smith, you know, getting healthier, as I've, as I've heard this week, should help. They're, they're a well-coached team. They're young. Uh, they've drafted well. I expect them to, uh, to play well on Thursday night, short week, um, although, you know, they, they both had seven days. But, look, I mean, Dak is playing good. He's playing good, and the offense line is playing really well, and they've, they're healthy, and that's helped, and Dak's movement has been really, really good. Uh, they're not a, a man-to-man team in Seattle. They're a zone team. And so it's you got to kind of attack differently. Some of these teams like Washington on Thanksgiving play man-to-man, and the Cowboys just torched them. And, uh, you know, it, it was just ugly. But I, I think Seattle has a very good secondary. They've got a lot of speed. I think this game will be closer than what the line suggests right now. All right, so Baldy, I think, is the first guest we've had on the show this week. They're kind of making the case for Seattle to keep the game pretty close coming up on Thursday night on the road at the Dallas Cowboys. Baldy, we'll turn our attention to Sunday now. I know you'll be on the call of the Dolphins-Commanders game. We'll get to that in a little bit here, but let's start here with Philadelphia and San Francisco. And uh, if you haven't seen the point spread, Baldy, I'm curious if you'll be surprised by it. San Francisco has been bet out all the way to basically almost a three-point road favorite at the Eagles. Now, we don't know the status right now of uh, Philly star left tackle, uh, right tackle Lane Johnson, obviously, for this game. Um, Philly basically doesn't lose, and they might be a three-point home underdog come Sunday, like a full three-point home underdog. So the Niners are road favorite here. What do you think we see coming up on Sunday in Philadelphia with the uh, Niners and the Eagles? Well, I'm pretty sure Lane Johnson's playing. Um, uh, you, you, you know, but regardless, I mean, I just think San Francisco 
is playing much better football than Philadelphia. The record doesn't really mean anything. Yes, they found ways to win. I saw them against Buffalo last week. Really, you know, Buffalo could have won. Um, Dallas could have won. I mean, Philly's finding ways. So that's, but they don't, you know, Philly goes to sleep for long stretches of a time during games, offensively and defensively. They've been awful on third down defensively. Uh, showed up again last week against Buffalo. And San Francisco just doesn't hold, have holes in their team like that. I think, you know, these people that set the line, I think they got it right. San Francisco, to me, looks like a better team. They play, they, they start faster, they execute better, they don't wait for heroics, 59-yard field goals, you know, with 20 seconds to go to get to overtime. They, they don't generally play like that. They got through the rough patch, um, you know, a month ago. And I think they're on a stretch right now where, you know, I think they have a chance to be the number one seed. I think that's probably in the back of their minds. Baldy, uh, another team. So we've talked about Dallas already. We just talked about San Francisco and Philadelphia. Interesting thought there, like, you know, Philadelphia's record is one thing, but like if you watch the two teams play, maybe San Francisco really is that much better and, and better is kind of feeling that way too. Uh, another NFC team that kind of seemed like they were in the same tier, right? San Francisco, Philadelphia, Dallas, the Detroit Lions going into last Thursday. I mean, we were talking about number one seed. We were talking about Dan Campbell for coach of the year, like a lot of kind of feel good vibes, even though they had just come off a narrow escape over the Chicago Bears on Thanksgiving. I mean, it's just, they don't just lose to Green Bay. I mean, they really get outplayed and like blown out for a, a big part of the game by the Packers. So, all right, like, what what line what what are the Lions? Is it the team that beat the Chiefs on opening night? Is it the defense the last month? All of this kind of mixed together. And Baldy, they go to New Orleans to take on the Saints and a really interesting point spread here as well. The Lions are four point road favorites. Again, coming off a loss to the Packers at home. Uh, and the total in the game is forty six. What do you make of kind of the Lions struggles the last month? Could you see them winning by margin in this game? Well, they've turned it over eight times in their loss. Uh, in their victory against Chicago and their win against Green Bay, that you're not winning any games against anybody turning it over eight times. So they've got to stop that. And I don't know if they're going to stop it. I mean, Jared Goff hadn't lost a fumble all year, and then he lost three against Green Bay. So, you know, they're turning it over too many times. They're not a good defense. And so I think that's been their Achilles heel. Green Bay picked them apart. Um, you know, they took care of Aiden Hutchinson. They said, like, nobody else really scares us. And, Nobody scared Green Bay, and Jordan Love had a great day. The Saints are a mess offensively. I mean, pick a game, any game. Last week, you know, I mean, the, the pick six to Jesse Bates was just a terrible throw. But, you know, Derek Carr's made that type of throw before. And defensively, although they're taking the ball away, they're still statistically, you know, a good team. They've lost some really good players. I mean, to have Marshawn Lattimore, Alante Taylor – I mean, these are really good corners, and they're a big press man coverage team. Um, you know, I, I, I don't know how deep they are at that position, to be honest with you. Paulson Debo has played well, but, I mean, I, I don't know how deep you got to get to line up with some of the guys and play the same style of defense. I, I feel like Detroit could get back on track in this game only because I haven't seen anything from New Orleans' offense, including Alvin Kamara, and because the offense line's not very good, and I can't really point to one thing offensively that they do well, real well. And that's even with Tyra Matthew getting two interceptions last week and giving the ball back to him. They just kind of foiled their opportunities. I like well, Detroit on 10 down there to take care of business. 
Well, what what they do really well is is check is check the football down, and also like the Saints might not, not have settle any wide receivers in the game to settle for field goals yeah. with Blake, not your average rookie. Awesome uh, yeah. Olave and can go Olave in concussion protocol. Rashid Shahid not going to play. Michael Thomas on IR. This might be At Perry, Keith Kirkwood, and Lynn Bowden as the Saints starting receivers on Sunday. Hashtag I love At Perry, Nick. Well, I, I uh, love At Perry. Like I, I like him like too. He's going to blossom. Why did they throw him the ball last week? I don't know. 21, 21 and a half receiving yards. Like, why did the hell did they throw this guy the ball? Oh, everyone's playing him in the prop market, and we can't get this guy the ball. You know what we need? We just got to get Dennis. At- All right. Anyway, we'll move on. You better you bet here with Nick and Ken talking the NFL with our good friend Brian Balding, our Odyssey Sports NFL insider on Twitter at Baldy NFL. Yeah, I, I'd like to see A.T. Perry get the ball more, too, for sure. Uh, Baldy, let's do your game here, and then we'll get to some of the others. Miami, a nine-and-a-half-point road favorite at the Commanders on Sunday, making the defensive coordinator switch. Total in the game is 50. Just worth noting, and we'll see what happens tomorrow and Friday. Um, Tyree Kill officially did not practice today with his ankle injury. I still feel like people feel like he's going to play in the game. Devon Achan limited today in practice. So we'll see about their availability for this game. Do you think the commanders can keep this game close, Baldy? And also, it's a super high total, 50, which feels like 70 in like 2023 in the NFL. High scoring game between the Dolphins and the commanders in the Garoya Premium Bowl? Uh, Okay, well, that's good history reference right there. Um, I mean, I think Sam Howell, like he's got no choice but to throw it around the yard. Uh, he'll probably get sacked a bunch. I mean, I, I said last week I thought Miami had a chance to be one of the best defenses in the league, and then they lose Jalen Phillips for the year. I mean, it's going to hurt them a lot. But, you know, they've got Manny Ogba will step in. He's not the same player. They're still very good defensively. Um, you know, I don't know the health of these guys. I know Raheem Mostert's going to run well. Um, he always does, like he did against the Jets. Uh, Tua is an amazing player. Just amazing how quickly he gets rid of the ball, how accurate he is, the touch that he throws with. I mean, I, I think whether Tyreek plays or not, I think the offense will still function pretty good. Um, the 50 the fifty mark seems pretty high, uh, especially against Miami's defense. But I, I'm okay with that. I just think the Dolphins are going there. and You know, they're, they're at least a touchdown favorite. I don't know what the coaching change is going to do. Ron Rivera, they bring in Jimmy Salgado to be the secondary coach. Ron will call the plays. You know, if they keep playing man coverage the way they are, I don't care who's out there for the Dolphins. They're going to they're gonna win their battles out there. Baldy, let's do, uh, let's do Jets-Falcons next. The Jets, obviously, were the Dolphins' opponent on, on Black Friday. Tim Boyle started the game. It did not go particularly well. Miami won the game by margin, a crazy pick-six sequence right before halftime also. So Miami covers. They win. They're on to play Washington. The Jets, and, you know, like all the news this week is obviously, and today is that the, the 21-day practice window open for Aaron Rodgers. Officially, he was listed as limited. But, like, none of that for our show, Baldy. I mean, obviously, it's a big topic. For our show, it doesn't really matter. Like, he's not playing. Tim Boyle is starting again. And, like, I, I kind of can't shake the idea that, like, the market for this game is basically, like, pick the winner almost. The Falcons are two-and-a-half-point road favorites with Desmond Ritter on the road, to be fair, and a very low total, 34. I mean, like, what do you, what do you make of get, start two for the Jets for Tim Boyle? Like, do, do, you, do you think it's crazy there's a betting market where it's – does he win a start? Yes, no. I think that's kind of nuts. Like, I, I don't think he's going to win a start, maybe ever. I'm with you, Ken. I just don't get it. I mean, I know Zach Wilson was awful. But why is Tim Boyle on the roster? Like, I, he wasn't a good college player. He's never really played. He was terrible against Miami. Like, what confidence does he give anybody? Like, I, I, I just don't get it. Like, I, I could go find your quarterback. Joe Flacco was out there. Flacco, you know, I mean, he got signed. Like, how in the world are they 
get to this point. And you could just see, like, the defense played really well on Black Friday for the first half, and they just they just wear down. You know, there's just – guys are sick of losing. Quinn and Williams, I mean, these guys are just sick of losing there. And it's not, it's not all their fault. And so, I don't know offensively, like, what offensive linemen are going to play. Alan Lazard is a healthy scratch. Who's going to catch the ball for them if they do throw it well? I mean, Atlanta – they have their own problems at quarterback. Uh, like I said two months ago, if you put Tom Brady out of some celebrity function he's at and put him in a uniform, they win the division. They probably, you know, are a deep playoff team. That's a good roster. They showed it last week the way they ran the ball. They ran it really, really good, Bijan and Algier. And the offense line played great. Like, they're trying to play and hide their quarterback in Atlanta. But they're still, I think, better than the Jets. And so I'll, I'll take the Falcons in this game. Honestly, kind of feels to me like the Jets need to fire their general manager, Aaron Rodgers. Baldy, give us like 30 seconds on two more games to close here. Two Baldy less one interview. Feel good about that. Baldy, give us like 30 seconds on the Texans and the Broncos, if you'd be so kind. And then I want to get a take for you on the Chiefs and Eagles. We don't have a lot of time left. Houston, a three and a half point yeah. home favorite against the surging Broncos, 47 and a half. You think Denver keeps this one closer? CJ Stratton and the Texans win by margin. No, I mean, this is the, Denver's going to go in there and win this game. They're a better team. They're better coached, uh, nothing against D'Amico Ryans. But defensively, they've got 16 takeaways in their five-game win streak. They're just blasting people and knocking the ball loose. The offensive line has played every single snap together except for five. They're a very coordinated offense line. The, the Texans lost Titus Howard for, a long, for the rest of the season. I think Denver is going to be a very tough team to beat down the stretch, and I think they go to Houston to win. Uh, Ken and I both like the Broncos to win the game on Sunday as well, or at least like think they'll cover the spread on Sunday oh, on the please. road in Houston. Please? Yeah, like uh, yeah, yeah, like uh, like I'm telling you, like Russell Wilson comeback player of the year. Please pay for all my Christmas gifts this year. That would be great. And Baldy, let's close Sunday night football in Lambeau. Chiefs and the Packers. Where Kansas City just a six point road favorite here. Total is 42. In my opinion, like I I know Jordan Love's been really good. I think this is kind of like a, a different situation here against this defense. I like Kansas City. Baldy, what say you? Casey and Green Bay Sunday night mm. in about 30 seconds. Yeah, I mean, look, Kansas City's defense has carried them this year. And, you know, Kansas City woke up after being down 14 nothing last week, uh, and Mahomes got hot. Um, Green Bay's defense played very, very well, Nick, over the last, you know, six weeks, very well. And I think they have a chance to keep the score down. I think Mahomes will find a way. But it won't surprise me to see Green Bay win the game. They're very well coached. Those young players are all improving. But they're going to go up against the best set of corners they've seen. And so I think that's going to be a big difference. I like Kansas City to win the game. Uh, maybe seven points is a little large. Um, maybe, maybe, maybe less than a, than a touchdown. But I like Kansas City to still win. It feels like maybe like a Jaden Reed game for Green Bay coming up with Watson and Dobbs maybe on the outside against those two excellent perimeter cornerbacks. Baldy, maybe you and I will talk about that coming up tomorrow on In the Huddle. Baldy on Twitter at Baldy NFL. Uh, Odyssey Sports NFL Insider, my friend. Have a great call of the game this weekend. Safe travels. And uh, we will talk to you next week here on You Better You Bet. Thanks a million, guys. Appreciate it. Talk to you next week. Have a good one. Got to tell you, the great Brian. Got two Baldwin. laughs today. Yeah, I got two laughs. You were like, on two, fire. Two strong singers everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> Thanks, really buddy. On the other side, more line movement for week 13 in the NFL to wrap up our number two.